0: From the Joshua 1-9 studios in downtown Bloomington, Illinois, welcome to the Carter Cast. The star of the show is Jack Lewis Jeweler's CEO, John Carter, and I'm your host, Joshua Schull. After a long hiatus, the show returns in a new studio with new lights, new mics, new decor. But you, of course, can't see any of that because this is the audio podcast. If you do, uh, however, want to watch the show, it's available on YouTube, the Jack Lewis website, and wherever TV shows are sold. Today, we turn to the Google machine for inspiration for a search autofill episode about engagement rings. So when you go to Google and start typing, do engagement rings blank? What autofill options does Google start to populate? Those are apparently the questions people are asking. So I wrote 10 of them down and asked Carter for the answers. It's a fun rapid fire episode with lots of great engagement ring tips and tricks. So let's shake off the rust and get to it. This is the CarterCast, the pre-proposal show for dating couples designed to make engagement ring shopping easy, understandable, and fun. You can get the four C's anywhere, but only here can you get the fifth C, called Carter. I'm Josh, and this is CGA, GG, former president of the AGS, and Jack Lewis Jewelers CEO, John Carter. That's a long introduction. We're in the new CarterCast studio. It's amazing. Uh, Custom-made set. Great job. Check it. Check it out. So great. It's like we're uh, legit now. It's, it's I uh, mean, we're, we're, we've been doing this for a while. We have. It's almost mm-hmm. like we know what we're doing. Almost. Uh, d- new yeah. studio, new decor, yeah. same yeah. old jokes. Beautiful. <laughs> the, the jokes have not improved. <laughs> not. Same, not improved. same mediocre but quality We have rocks out
1: now. We have some of my rocks from the store. We do. Some of my faves. Got some whiskeys. Got some whiskey. Uh, In case the conversation runs low. Always good. Yeah. Uh, it, which a little, could happen. little smoke wagon. Yes. Yeah. Indeed.
0: Got the, mm-hmm. got the custom sign. Custom metal lighted sign. Man, Josh, you are big time, baby. Hey, you. Yeah. You, sir, are well, big that's time. That's true. It's not Josh. Cameron. That's correct. It does no, say Carter. It does. Cass. It's your yeah. name right there on it. Yeah. It's very uh, impressive. Yes. Thanks lights. for having me to Absolutely. my new studio. Absolutely. New lights and mm-hmm. new cameras and yeah. same old action. Yeah. <laughs> Just the same as it's always been. Same old banter. <laughs> same old banter. It's um, banter. Yes. Yeah. So we uh we talk about diamonds and engagement rings on yep. the show. Uh, sometimes, yeah. Um, expanded topics coming soon, possibly, in, hopefully, in future episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Never know. Well, you talk about diamonds and engagement rings, and I, yeah, I, I tend to nod and smile and pretend that you're making sense. Which you you typically he knows more than he lets on. I I try. I try. Uh, We have mugs. Oh Uh, oh, yeah, let's talk about our mugs. uh, We might make the mugs a a thing. I think the mugs uh, are a thing this season, uh, featuring potentially places that we like, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe local places, but also just generally places. So tell me, no, tell me about your mug. So this is uh, not local. Oddly enough, as we Mm -hmm. start, this is a modern times, a modern times mug that we got in San Diego. Wonderful San Diego craft. San Diego. San Diego. San Diegans. (laughs) San Diego wins. It's a good thing we don't have a teleprompter. <laughs> San Diego, we would read everything on it. <laughs> I for sure do. <laughs> uh, yeah, they uh, brew their own coffee and they yep. do wonderful craft beer uh, out in San Diego. Modern Times, shout out and
1: uh, what, Man, I love what, San Diego. It's it's great.
0: Well, Josh,
1: my one of my favorite local businesses that is not so local as much as they are basically international. I, I suppose based here for sure. But I suppose so. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is here on the Carter Cast set. <laughs> Thank you, State Farm. We always
0: appreciate State Farm here in Bloomington, Illinois. You have to. I -hmm. think it's a requirement
1: to live here. It's a requirement. It's a requirement, but even if it wasn't, I would anyway. I agree with that. Why
0: not? They really are a good neighbor. Agree. Yeah. Uh, Okay, let's uh, talk shop. Let's Let's talk things. Uh, So it's current year, and Google is still a thing. Uh, So on today's show, we're going to have some fun with topics generated by Google Autofill. You know how you start typing something into the Google machine, and it it predicts the rest of what it what it thinks you want, those autofills are good. based on what other people are searching for. So we figured let's trust the people, answer the questions they are apparently asking. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be somewhat rapid fire, so maybe a couple minutes on each question. We'll go through maybe maybe 10 or so of them, maybe some bonus. We'll see. Uh, so today's Google search yep. begins, do engagement rings... Blank. Yeah, blank. Do- so type in, do engagement rings... Fill in the blanks. So we're going to fill in the blanks. Okay. Uh, so before the show, I typed in do engage rings into Google. Uh, tried to finish my sentence with a bunch of auto-populated results. I wrote down 10 of those, auto-fill searches. And these are the questions. So this is what's on the will, minds of the people. This is what's on the minds of the people. All right. So they are. I am a man of the people. Eager, you are. The, are they're eagerly yeah. awaiting your insights <laughs> and wisdom. As a man of the people, I think I can speak for my people. <laughs> let's as, see, let's see how we do. As their king, <laughs> their diamond <laughs> king. Ah. Question number one. Question number one uh, yep. from the the uh, the Google autofill responses. Yes. Do engagement rings do they go on the left hand? Do engagement yes. rings go on the left hand? Yeah. Why? Why? Sorry. What was that again? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, why? why? Thank why? you. Why? Good show. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's it. <laughs> Wrap it up. Uh, why? Why? Why do we wear it on the left hand? Do you know. Uh... I believe in, it goes back a long way. I believe
1: in ancient times yeah. that the, it was either the Romans or the Egyptians. I, I don't remember Josh, I've been doing this a long time. And <laughs> I've, I've read these things along the way at some point in my but you were not around Gemological there. Institute yes. of America training when I was becoming a gemologist. Ooh. Uh, and there was, oh, they, the ancients believed that there was an artery in your left ring finger that was connected to your heart. So if you wore a piece of jewelry there, it wasn't always diamonds, okay. uh, could have just been a gold band, it could have been a ruby, it could have been anything that mm-hmm. was adorned that finger. A, it, that They viewed that as a way of connecting the hearts between the two people who were in love. I think that turned out to not be true. I don't know. I'm not,
0: I'm not a medical doctor. That, what, the people weren't connected I by... Well, no, that oh, probably is still thing. true, but I don't know that there's
1: actually an <laughs> artery or vein. There'll be probably comments in the comment section telling us
0: how... Oh, be, people will like, let you know if you're wrong. That's Oh, it is YouTube. <laughs> yes. Uh, I do read the comments. Yeah, uh, uh, That's your first mistake. Yes. But that. I believe
1: that is why. And so still mm-hmm. to this day, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, thousands of years... Mm-hmm. Uh, our ancestors have done that before us. So that's actually really, you know, if you're yeah. a student of history, as we both mm-hmm, are, sure. uh, it's a tradition that connects us to the people who came before. I think it's
0: it's still a nice sentiment. I like it, too. I, uh, one of the things I was looking at just in as Googling is it seems like some people, almost because of that, who maybe don't want to go for the tradition, mm. will do it on the right hand, kind yeah. of on, on purpose, you know, just because yeah. it's, it's kind of not traditional. Uh, I think there's also a few places around the world that don't do it on the left hand. That's right. For, for kind of cultural reasons, yep. from what I understand. Yep. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, I think ancient Rome was where it started. And there, it. and there's still
1: culturally, there's some uh, uh, nations that will, will, they'll do certain gemstones of certain purity, and they must be touching the skin. So oh. it can't just hover above the skin in a ring in a setting. It has to physically be touching the skin in huh. indian culture for instance it's, yeah. it's very important rubies of very pure quality or yellow topaz i believe is another one hmm. and the fewer inclusions the better the higher quality the color the better yeah. uh that that's very important that it actually touches the skin because it, it uh it connects you even more um to the gemstone and and to to the earth in which it came it's it's, it's really there's, there are a lot of beautiful, beautiful traditions around the world and throughout history, some of which are incorporated into, into uh, mainstream uh, Western culture, yeah. and, and some are not. But it, it's, it's actually pretty fascinating. That's cool. Awesome. Uh,
0: all right. Number two. Question number two from Google Autofill. That felt like two. Uh, <laughs> felt like two. <laughs> it, was, it was just one. Uh, question number two from Google Autofill Do engagement rings need to be approved by my girlfriend? <laughs> That came up. It did, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, what, what is most common? Uh, do, do couples shop together? Or does the proposal... Well, I would like to specifically yeah. know the person that typed the questions, because
1: I don't, I don't know enough about their girlfriend. Uh, that's, that's true. I, I think it depends on the girlfriend. That's actually a really good answer. <laughs> I think that's the diplomatic answer. That is the correct answer. Um, I think what I would say about that is, yeah. is couples in any form, mm-hmm. uh, it is extremely <laughs> common anymore for us to have the initial consultation at the counter with the couple together Mm. some couples will purchase together that day some couples want at least some element of surprise so the purchaser comes back at another time they just really what's important in that initial meeting is that the person who is doing the proposing wants to know what style what center stone uh you know do they want a diamond other things that, that can come in into play Uh, for that, that initial meeting really becomes about that. Is that necessary? No, because a lot of times uh, in today's social media world too, oftentimes I am just meeting with the purchaser who just has Pinterest or an Instagram account that they're showing me things that that person shares. And that's a really good place to start too, because that'll tell you. And then, I mean, let's face it, almost nobody just gets engaged without discussing it, you kind of know that the other person is probably going to say yes.
0: It's, it's a risk if you don't know that.
1: I don't know, honestly. <laughs> honestly, man, in, in 20, how long have I been doing this? Uh, a long time. In, in, in nearly 30 years of doing this, I have never, I don't think I've ever seen that happen where somebody just comes in really? to get an engagement ring and they don't know that the other person knows it's coming. Huh? They've at wow. least discussed it. Yeah, right. I think that that's that's your your friend Carter's advice. At least discuss getting engaged first. <laughs> it's a good conversation. To have. It's, it's a good conversation. That's to a life lesson. You're going to learn life lessons on CarterCast. You will. You know, I'll, I'll be 48 years old next month, we- so I know a thing. I know a thing or two. <laughs> You know a thing or two about life lessons. <laughs> about life lessons. <laughs> <laughs> not just engagement rings. But so yeah. you're usually discussing it. And typically in those discussions, that other person may say, I want a princess cut diamond. I really love a round. I'm not an oval person. So there, there, there's hints in there. And as you know, the key to any relationship is listening. <laughs> this is one of those first, re- those, those important true. conversations. Because that ring is more than just a ring. We've talked about this mm-hmm. on this show yeah. is it is something that that person will wear every day for the rest of their lives. It should be something probably that they have some input on. So should the ring be approved by your girlfriend? She's probably going to have some input. All I right. probably could have just said that. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a good. Save Nick a lot of editing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, number three. Next uh, next question from the Google autofill uh, results. Do engagement rings need to have diamonds? I think some people are curious about, about this. Yeah. Uh, is, that, is that something still expected these days, still common? Do engagement rings need to have diamonds?
1: I think if we're starting this conversation where it says, do engagement rings need?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's focus on the need for a second. Okay, And we could almost do a strike through on the need. Mm. There's no need in any of, of this, right? There's no, just because uh, tradition dictates one thing doesn't mean that that's right for that couple. So does it need a diamond? I prefer diamonds in an engagement ring. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was mine and my wife's choice for her engagement ring. As we've talked about in previous episodes of CarterCast is there are other gemstones you can use, but the necessary characteristic of any engagement ring is something you can wear every single day. A diamond can be worn every single day, right? Because it's the hardest substance known to man. Um, So if you're choosing something different, a gemstone, if you do just a gold band, Platinum band, even a silver band, something yeah. like that. No, don't you don't need any gemstones. Those can be worn every day. You're not going to have any problems with those, probably. Um, but if you're choosing a colored stone of some variety, you need to make sure, it. it uh, without getting too specific on that, because we've done an entire episode just on that, you want to pay attention to something that has the necessary hardness to be worn every single day. And there okay. are not many gemstones that actually possess that.
0: My guess when... when a question like that comes up in the autofill as I, I try to wonder, like, what, what's somebody thinking that they were typing that? And my guess is maybe they don't want to have diamonds. Right. Like, they have an idea, like, hey, maybe it'd be cool to do some other kind of ring, but, right. ah, is the expectation that it should have diamonds? Like, do, does this need to have diamonds? Like, that's kind of what I'm, I imagine someone being confused about as they're typing is they, they don't necessarily want a diamond. They want something cool, but aren't sure if, like, that's breaking protocol to go off the grid well, and a I, diamond. And I think it goes back to that
1: point that yeah. it's your ring. And the person buying its opinion isn't unimportant because they're going to see it the second most. Yeah. So they have to love it too. Um, but paying attention to some of those those keys and those clues that we that we talked about a minute ago, uh, there is no need. There's no need to do this or to do this because thousands of years before you people have done X or they did Y. Yeah. It is your engagement ring. The your is the important part of that, not does it need to be a certain thing? Do I need to spend two months salary? Do I need to do these things? You do not need to do any of those things. Okay. There is no law
0: passed as of yet that says <laughs> that your engagement ring must meet certain specifications. Give it time. <laughs> there will be a law passed. soon. Uh, great segue to the next question. Okay. Uh, next Google autofill question, question number four, do engagement rings have to be expensive? And I, I, I think this is the, the yeah. idea here about that um, the tradition of how many months' salary the, the ring should cost. You know, I, I, my guess is that's what somebody's thinking about when they're typing that question. How expensive does it have, have to be, and is there that standard of the salary thing? So what is that? Where does that come from? Is that still a thing? So the two-month salary thing came from the Beers
1: in the 40s, right? So when the GIs were returning from the war, mm-hmm. This is kind of a, a thing that I, I think gets lost in the story of diamonds. They, everybody chalks two months salary, and as a, di- a diamond is forever, is just a brilliant marketing campaign. It was. <laughs> We've you and I've talked a lot about that a lot yeah. over the years. I'm, it is a brilliant brilliant campaign, but two months salary was also a way to as the GIs were coming back. The diamond of the day back then was a third of a carat, so that was the chosen a third of a carat round diamond was the. Piece that was chosen to put into a ring and to be worn on the finger to celebrate love. Mm. Um, why that's important from a historical perspective is because not only did those, those GIs just saved the world. And that that's important, of course. But what also happened at the end of the war? Everyone had just survived the depression. Mm. And if you talk to anybody, if anybody out there has a grandparent or a great grandparent who survived the depression, one of the things that was important, the reason why diamonds became a symbol, not just because of an ad campaign, most definitely helped, but it was because then they could always have something of value on their finger. Something, if times became hard, it was something that they could sell. Hmm. And we don't like to think about that when you're buying an engagement ring because you are really just focused on loving the other person. Sure. Um, but that is true. And that, that is why diamonds became a symbol of that because unlike colored stones and things like that, which can ebb and flow a little bit and are very difficult to have any sort of resale value and no, you're not going to pay a thousand dollars for a diamond and sell it for 1500. You'll get a fraction of what you paid when you do that, but it's worth something. Does that make sense? And so the two month salary came into play because at that time, a third of a carat diamond was
0: about two months salary for the average person. Hmm so it was a term so the salary thing was based on the size of the diamond that people wanted to get which was a third so that's kind yeah. of the, that was the, the genesis of it and then it just so happened that you know that cost was two months salary for most and, and most it was people. it was a way for
1: the, when the customer walked into a jewelry store like Jack Lewis who was around yeah. in those days sure. um, so we were founded in 1927 mm-hmm. so we would have been a beneficiary of that yeah. uh, process but when somebody walked in and if they already knew two months salary in their head mm-hmm. they didn't have sticker shock Sticker shock causes embarrassment. Sticker shock no. causes an awkward conversation at the counter, which is not a good thing that you, you want to see. Yep. So if they walked in just knowing, okay, I'm going to spend about two months' salary. And of course, some people said, I can't afford two months' salary. I want to spend two weeks' salary. Right. Or I want to spend one week. Or I want to spend, some people say, I want to spend a year's salary. Right. You know, it, 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 Again, there's no need or rules to any of this. It's just a guideline. So yeah. does it need to be expensive? No, it doesn't need to be expensive. I don't even, I don't encourage that. I think you should you should live. You and I are both believers of that concept. Mm-hmm. You live within your
0: means, and that does not not apply to your engagement ring, right? So, so back then in the, in the '40s, when everybody was coming back from the war, the standard was third carat. Third now, part. would you say the standard is one carat? No, I wouldn't say that. That's the. I, I
1: think it will be uh, uh, different. Uh, in different demographics, like in different, in different, uh, not demographics, in different, uh, areas of the country and and parts of the world. Sure. Yes. I think the average diamond engagement ring in Beverly Hills is probably different than it is in, uh, parts of Wyoming. Right. I mean, I think that that can vary. Right. Um, I would say for us, it's probably anywhere from three quarters of a carat to about a carat and a half is really what we sell the most of. Yes, a carat falls right into the middle of that. But I wouldn't say that the average diamond that we sell is is a carat. I would say it's probably just under, so maybe 80, 90 points. We sell a lot of 90s in our store because we really like the way that the the 90 hits this kind of sweet spot where it looks like a one carat, but it helps the client save a lot of money. Because what's important is that everybody walks through the door saying, I have $5,000 to spend or I have $2,500 to spend. I have $500 to spend. What can I get? What's the best I can get for that money? And then that's where we can get into some conversations about, oh, hey, if you go just a little bit smaller or go a little bit lower color and clarity than you were thinking, you're going to get a little bigger diamond and the average person isn't going to see the difference.
0: Right. Okay. I like it. question number five Google autofill we're going through Google autofill stuff uh, when you start typing do engagement rings mm. and then what comes up next So next one number five do engagement rings ever go on sale it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I guess what could cause a, a store like Jack Lewis to put a ring on sale like what would that even even mean? Um, this, the style is older, not as popular of the ring. Like what, what would it mean for a ring to go on sale? Like if somebody's searching, cause again, you make, it makes sense why someone would search for that. Maybe you're waiting for a sale of something. So what, what does that mean for a ring to go on sale?
1: Yeah. The concept of sale is an interesting thing in the world of jewelry because mm. there are retail operations where the piece of jewelry is almost always on sale. Mm. So it's $4,000, but today, because it's Super Tuesday, it's $2,000. And and yeah. that piece is almost never $4,000. It's almost right. always just $2,000. So we actually battle this as a store that doesn't have a lot of sales yeah. or, or discount things a lot. We believe in truth and pricing, mm. right? So if somebody comes in, yes, there are definitely opportunities and ways to save money, which I'll, I'll talk to. But we, one thing to be aware of and to want to avoid is, does that business just regularly have sales? Mm. Is the sale the exception, or is it the rule in mm. that business? That's something to pay attention to i at one point, and I don't know if this is I, I don't remember if this is still true or not, but in the, in where we are in the state of Illinois, I think that a piece needed to only be regular price for like twenty eight days out of a month. Hmm. In order to to technically qualify, okay. it it could still be on sale. Yeah, I don't know if that's still true. That bit of information might be years old, and maybe I'm. <laughs> I'm, I'm but but the point is, well, you have been doing I, this a long time. I have been doing this a long time, and I'm not necessarily up to my my uh, state codes in every state <laughs> of, of the union. Who can um, blame you? And I don't pay much attention to that one because we don't yeah. regularly have sales. because right. we believe you know if we're selling something for four thousand dollars, we've priced it pretty fairly. We believe it's worth four thousand dollars. If a piece, and you're saying, so in a store like ours, yeah. what is a sale? It's yeah. not that we've never had sales. Right. We, as you know, we rarely have sales, right. but uh, every few years or so, we might have uh, in- inventory that we've had for just a, too long of a period of time. Those things can be 20% off. They might be 50% off. Yeah. They might be 70% off. Uh, so yes, there are opportunities to save money. Uh, and there might be opportunities in certain businesses if you come in and say, look, I, this is really the diamond I want. I only have $5,000 to spend and this one gets me into six. Is there any, can we work on it? Can we finance it? Mm. Can we do, do things like that? Uh, I think most businesses will work with you a little bit, but just know that if the ring is coming out to be $6,000 and if you offer two, it is, that's not, that's not a rational uh, approach for that.
0: But that, that point you made earlier about if you're the idea, again, if the idea of waiting for a sale, You know, so if if you're someone who, you know, only decides you have X to spend on this engagement ring and you start, you know, doing the Google stuff, looking around, seeing what ads are catching your eye because that because of of that psychological effect that when you're in the market for something, you start seeing it everywhere and you start seeing some of the of the sales that might be out there. I I think what you said about you should check and see if that sale has basically happened every two weeks for the last two years at that store. Right. Because that might mean that it's kind of just always that price and yeah. it's not really a sale. Yeah. Um so yeah, there is some truth to that probably about what what to look for when you're looking at what even is a sale in, in this industry. Well, and we're as you mentioned in the beginning, you know, we're members of the American Gem Society yeah. which which
1: I I've, I've been involved in uh, mm-hmm. with for a long time and one of the the things about the society and we don't talk much about it on on the show but it is an integral in terms of how it's shaped me and how it's shaped our business because the, in essence, why the society exists is it's a an organization that retailers and suppliers can be a member of, but they all adhere to a certain code of ethics. Mm. And part of that was – and it was founded by a man in the 30s because the pricing was, was – discounting was very rampant back then as yeah. well. And there was no – consumer protection on that the client just well, what does the client know i mean they don't deal in uh, Perry but tourmaline they don't know you know right. bad example because it didn't exist at that time but yeah thank you <laughs> uh, so they don't know if that's a ten thousand dollar stone or if it's a five thousand dollar stone so as members of the american gem society we can't do that mm. we can't regularly we can't say our price is eight thousand dollars but today it's four thousand dollars right we would we would be kicked out of the organization if yeah. we did that uh, it's one of the beauties of of that organization. And, and really as a retailer, I want all other retailers, sure. my competitors, yeah. anybody else, I want to to adhere to that same code because it protects the customer. Right. Um, and so that's that's a really important aspect of that. And as you know, with us, we do a fair, we do a uh semi-annual, is that what you call yeah, it? A semi-annual yeah. thing for yeah. uh Bling Fest. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we do some, there's some discounted pricing that happens on diamonds and engagement rings. And, Mm -hmm. but really the main point to that, uh, event is we're bringing an extra selection and we offer a little bit of extended financing for somebody that wants to spend a little, a little bit more, but just be leery. My best advice is be leery if that place is always having a sale.
0: Yeah. Well, and you mentioned financing. It's not that they're not
1: honest, but the pricing is certainly not, uh, if they're selling it for four thousand dollars, and that is the the norm, meaning it's almost always four thousand dollars and not eight,
0: that piece is worth four thousand dollars. Yeah. If they could sell it
1: for eight, they'll sell for
0: eight. <laughs> yeah. That happens. The, yeah. the tangent. That happens a lot when you're looking for uh, beach vacations at like mm. sandals, and you go to their website. Any any time you go to the sandals website, it's always sixty eight percent off. What do you have against sandals? I don't it's, know. It's like everything's always on sale every time. But that's, you
1: know. My man's a, too good for sandals, it's a, I no, guess. That, I don't know. No. I, I have enjoyed sandals.
0: As have I. I like it very much. It's just I find it funny that every time no, you go I there, know. 65% off, it's like, wow, the, I must have should came book, at the right time. I should book today. <laughs> exactly. That's kind of the point, yeah, right? Yeah. And that, and that yeah. really
1: is, it's, it's to, yeah. it, when it creates a false sense of urgency, it is not doing you as the consumer any favors. That's a good one. Or when they say, you know, last room left. Book today. Right. Only two spots left on this plane. (laughs) That hotel has 10,000 rooms.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. You got the last one. (laughs) Congrats. Uh, All right. Um, Next one. Number six uh, in our Google autofill questions, answering questions about engagement rings. Do engagement rings come with wedding bands? Uh, Yeah. So package deal, buy them separately. That's something I think people are wondering. Do engagement rings Come with wedding bands. Like, do I have to get them together or separate? What's, what's the deal with that? You can. In our business, we call those sets. You can
1: mm. buy a set. Uh, we don't sell much many sets at, at Jack Lewis because, uh, and especially in today's world, uh, as fashions and times have changed a little bit, that was really common probably when our parents got engaged. Mm-hmm. They would walk in. You know, I guarantee you, my dad had no concept of what my mom wanted in an engagement <laughs> ring. He just went in and picked out a set. It was yeah. just, these are the two rings that go together. It had a round diamond in the center. And this is what it, what it cost, Mr. Carter, and here you go. Yep. Um, today, we don't sell many sets because uh, typically that's where they'll come in and have input again together. So they'll get engaged two, three months later down the road. They have their date set. They're planning their wedding. That's when they come in and they look at wedding bands for him. And they or her, and then they look at at bands that go with that engagement ring, right? Uh, and so stackables are a big deal. Might yeah. might be a curved band, might be a band that stacks on both sides. Uh, maybe they want something that, as I say, it's not matchy matchy. It's not exactly the ring that goes <laughs> with it. Yeah. And you know, the key to that is is uh, if the person wearing that engagement ring is super. Uh, organized, super put together, and they want things just in their place, they're probably going to want the matching band. But that is kind of something that's fun to do together as a couple.
0: All right. So do they come with, so do engagement rings come with wedding bands? They could. They can. They can if it's a set. Yes. uh, But typically, you should expect that you're going to buy those things separately. You're going to buy the engagement ring. I
1: think that will depend upon the store that you go to. Okay. Um, In our store, we don't sell. We've tried sets, and we just don't. A lot of times what we were doing is selling the engagement ring and then they didn't want the band. So then we had a bunch of bands that didn't go oh, yeah. with, with certain rings. Uh, so we just, we that stock, we stock, uh, we have a whole collection of what we call shadow bands, which are bands that for rings that have kind of an odd, they're not flat, mm-hmm. they have an, uh, a profile that kind of wraps a little bit. We'll have a you know a couple dozen bands that we can put next to it and maybe we can get lucky and, and pull one of those out of the case that looks nice next to that ring. So we don't have to have something custom made.
0: Yeah. Nice. Uh number seven. Next question yeah. on our Google autofill uh, for engagement rings. Uh, do engagement rings come with a warranty? So uh yeah, what if what if something happens to my ring? Uh, what are the most, I guess, common reasons a warranty claim is made if well if, if they come with a with a warranty? What's the situation there? Yeah, the most common thing that happens is you can buy a warranty. Ah okay. at,
1: at certain stores. So, so the
0: people who are Googling, does it just come with one? I guess the answer might be no, but you could kind of add that on. Uh, there's two answers. OK. You got to let me finish. It's called Carter <laughs> Cast.
1: <laughs> I'm the talent.
0: <laughs> Can I finish, man? Can I finish?
1: Right, let me finish. <laughs> uh, that's the most common thing is that you buy, an ex- basically, an extended warranty like you would on a car or something like that. And that's all based on value of the ring. The more okay. expensive the ring, the more expensive the warranty. Yeah. Uh, we don't do that. Uh, our rings for as we always say for for side diamonds, you know, if a if a diamond comes out, if it, let's, if you run over, we're just we're gonna replace that diamond for free, most likely for the life of the ring. If you run over it with your
0: car, mm-hmm. it's probably not covered. <laughs> just be What honest. if my dog swallows it? I, it, honestly, it's
1: probably going to be fine once you once you find it. <laughs> not for the dog. Yeah, no. I mean, it's not going to be a fun process for anybody. Ew. That's Ew, no,
0: that's the thing.
1: It's no. going to be devastating when it happens, and then you're going to have to find it, and then it's yeah, and it's not it's not going to be pleasant. <laughs> no, and we're going to clean it first. <laughs> <laughs> but well, <laughs> but, please please clean it before bringing it into the store <laughs> a, a, li- a little. bit. If you could clean it, I would appreciate that. <laughs> but. You know, if not, that's fine, too. We're professionals. I've, I've seen worse. Um, and, and so if the little side diamonds come out, and mm-hmm. as, as I always say, you know, when you look at little side diamonds, let's say something is set in a pave setting. Pave. It sounds uh, fancy. It is. It's French. <laughs> French for. It's French fancy for. Fancy setting. Yes. And it means to pave. So if you, I think. And so if you look at, if you look at, I Um, I was not very good. I took French in high school and I was not very good. It's a long time ago. Yeah, my name is Jacques in French class. Yes, and so if you, but if you look at a pave ring under a microscope, it just looks like a cobblestone street. And so you know how the, just the bricks are just right next to each other, right? There's almost no metal holding those stones in place. So it's going to be common for diamonds to fall out inside the ring, almost irrelevant who made it, yeah. right? Pave is just not tons of metal holding it in place. So then what does the store do when that happens? Yeah. Right? That is something to ask. Um, do you send my ring away? Is it good? How long does it take? Yeah. Does, it, does it take two weeks? Does it take four weeks? Does it take six weeks? That's a long time to right. be without your engagement ring. Mm-hmm. And you, if you're okay with that, then you just, just know that. But even sometimes if you buy that extended warranty, you still may go through the effort of being without your ring. Uh, in our store, again, we don't charge for the warranty. If you, We will provide an insurance appraisal for you to put on your insurance policy. So if the ring is stolen, yeah. it'll, it, it theoretically should be covered. Depends upon your, who your insurance company is. Sure. And if your center stone falls out, I saw you look at the State Farm. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> uh,
0: and if your center stone. So this supposed to be a subtle plug where you take yeah, a drink yeah. at that point. <laughs> nice.
1: And this is my Kermit the Frog face. None of my business. But that's none of my business. Uh, but if your center stone falls out, that's what you'll need the insurance policy for as well. So yep. let's say you, if your one carat diamond falls out of the center, that is not something that we would cover. Our warranty and, is going to cover the side stones and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would do that all in-house. Uh, so the answer to your question is yep. it can come with a warranty. Okay. Most commonly, you're paying for the warranty. In some stores like mine, it'll be included. All
0: right. Next question. Uh, I'm giving eights. you
1: really wordy
0: answers i that's what we want okay we're just looking to fill time that's That's all we're doing you know i can ramble (laughs) that is the goal uh next question number nine uh number eight i think yes number eight uh do engagement rings do they do engagement rings set off metal detectors Hmm. people want to know as they're traveling i assume uh at the airport um what's what's the deal there do engagement rings set off metal detectors they shouldn't uh, because precious metals just shouldn't. Okay. Um,
1: I say shouldn't, and I don't say no because I definitely there are examples. I wear this this bracelet is 18 karat gold, and it's one of these that's like screwed onto your wrist, so I don't take this off. Right. For some reason, this sets off metal detectors, and as you know, I travel a lot. Uh uh-huh, Yeah. And so I always I walk through and I try telling them just have a card at this point, just give it to them. Kind of, you know. <laughs> and I got used to being TSA pre-check. I just yeah. just breeze through, and now mm. I don't. Now I got to get searched every time. So it's like, how important is this thing for me to wear? I should mm. probably take it off at some point. But yeah, um, this does it because it's a larger amount. But engagement rings mm. shouldn't. Okay. Uh, and I get. A side question yeah. here that's actually a, a very relevant thing back to your comment about sandals is a lot of times people are going on vacation to propose yeah. and 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 yeah. the proposer is proposing on vacation. So we oh, get asked right. all the time. If they're in the line and they have to take it out because yeah. it, and she's right there. We get asked. Yeah. You know, what if he or she sees this ring when I pull it out? Uh-huh. Um, you should. My advice always is, first of all, never bag check anything. Like, don't, don't put anything of value into your checked bag. Like, rule of thumb. Again, life lesson from Uncle Carter. Don't put things of value into your checked bag. It might get stolen.
0: Doo, 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 Back doo. to your question.
1: <laughs> the more you know, <laughs> <laughs> it might get stolen. It might, yeah. And keep, sometimes... Keep it on your
0: person. Keep it on you your can't. person.
1: And even flying you know we we have a wonderful central illinois regional airport we should get a mug for them <laughs> I'm sure i love my see. central illinois regional airport here in bloomington but sometimes the planes are small enough where they do take any roller bag on your first flight to where mm-hmm. you're going so let's say you're flying from bloomington to chicago they'll take your roller bag and check it yep don't put anything of value into that roller bag cuz you just never know what i would do <laughs> yeah. tour me yes is you put the engagement ring into your carry-on bag, mm-hmm. and when it goes through the metal detector, it should not flag anything, okay. right? When it goes through the conveyor belt, it sh- don't keep it on your person because maybe it does. Maybe metal in the in the box will set it off. That yeah. that most certainly would. Yeah. So just put it in your carry-on bag. We have little uh, flat, nondescript uh yeah. you've seen those i think so have i shown you those yeah. they're yep. they're like a, an engagement ring box that yeah. fits into a, a jacket pocket like yep. this instead of a traditional ring box pocket depending mm-hmm. upon what the plans are uh that can be that would fit very nicely into a carry-on bag and that's going to go through the metal detector i have never you got wood under here right yep i have <laughs> never had a, heard a story then where a, TSA did a search of the bag and then the person saw it and and, and things like that. They're going to identify. They still may look through your bag. depends what else you have in there. But (laughs) they're probably not going to pull that out because they're used to seeing jewelry and things like that in in people's carry-on bags. But that is is an even more important question to me because you could ruin the surprise and you spent all this money and all this time gonna propose at sunset at the Sun- sandals
0: resort and, and, and now all of a sudden you're forced to propose in TSA line. <laughs> it's not as good. It's not as, it's good. Not as good. Proposing the in the metal good. detector.
1: <laughs> a word of advice from Uncle Carter again. Don't propose at TSA. <laughs> it's not as good as
0: sandals. <laughs> but, <laughs> sandals. Sandals would be better. But you will already have your shoes off. So it's, it's kind <laughs> it's, of like you're at Sandals. You know, so imagine you feel like you're at a sock hop. Uh, next question, uh, number nine. Two left. Uh, this, is, this is my favorite one. Um, we still have two left. Yeah, we two have, this, this is my favorite one right here. Okay. So uh, because, because I think what the person means by it as you're typing this out, I think is... Uh, okay. So do engagement rings in our, in our Google autofill uh, for, for Google searches for do engagement rings. Do engagement rings have to be returned. Hmm. So I think this is in the context of breaking off the <laughs> engagement. Uh, so if you split up what's what's the protocol there who who does the ring belong to I, at what point in this process this may shock you yeah I am not a lawyer
1: <laughs> i can i cannot say <laughs> yeah i i can't I, I don't think I can give um advice on
0: that i mean is, is it the so if you think through it like is it the recipient's property at the moment that they accept it yeah but then again, the whole point of that Piece that item is that it's kind of a, a a symbol of a future commitment that you will make. So would it only become the recipient's if they fulfill that obligation at that point of the wedding day? And up until then, it's just kind of on loan to them by the proposer. Josh, like, I'm, in, I'm in the love business, man. I'm not in the divorce <laughs> business. I don't.
1: I'm not here to think about that.
0: That's a good point. If you're thinking about these kind of things, I just said, why yeah. are you getting <laughs> engaged yeah.
1: anyway? You know? yeah, um, I, yeah. I I. Look, if there, if there needs to be an answer to that question, I think that it will depend upon where you live. Yeah, it does. I think that will depend upon yeah. the, your your state's rules on separations and things yeah. like that. Um, but again, nobody at that moment at the diamond counter, people aren't thinking.
0: about, <laughs> <No>. about that. <laughs> I, would,
1: I would hope not. That question in Google autofill was almost certainly typed after somebody was engaged. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and <laughs> not, no longer engaged. Not
0: while they were searching for the engagement ring. Oh, you might hear that at the counter, though, right? Like, hey, uh, hey if she says no, I can bring this back, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, but in the, but
1: that's more in the context, not of, as we talked about earlier, like everybody has always talked, you've already discussed, do you want right. to marry me someday? Right. Uh, the question there is, if I buy the wrong, I don't have any input from this person. You know, if if they say no, can I bring it back? Right. Because they don't like the style,
0: yes, right, yeah, okay,
1: yeah, yes, yes, for that, you know, again, it would, it would depend. There are small circumstances where it would depend, and the answer might be no. And that's if we created this crazy custom concept just for your beloved, and and it's
0: not what (laughs) they wanted, (laughs) right? We're We're doing, yeah, that that (laughs) maybe do some research on that. Uh, Another advice: don't do a custom ring as a surprise. How's that, right? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Advice from Uncle Carter. Never do custom
0: unless you know
1: for sure the recipient likes your taste in custom jewelry.
0: <laughs> uh, last question. This is, this is kind of a, a cold, cold question coming off of it. We, we, well, your last one was very cold. I'll say we, we finished on a very chilly that note, did So this question, uh, last question. Do engagement rings hold their value? um, probably the engagement ring part itself. So uh, does it appreciate, depreciate, stay the same that, that idea came up a lot when uh, yeah. auto filling for, for Google stuff on about engagement. Rings. Yeah. And that what's the market for 25 year old rings. Yeah. <laughs>
1: right. That's an excellent question. Yeah. And we do, that is something that we get a lot. I think anybody that sells you m- a piece of jewelry with some very rare exceptions, Jewelry is not an investment that you can, an investment to me is something I can expect to receive more than I paid for it down the road. Mm. Not, not guaranteed, but maybe a possibility that really does not happen with jewelry. When you, uh, we talked about earlier with the center stone, having some value, Mm. uh, you're not recouping what you paid for that piece down the road, but you're recouping something particularly for the center stone, sometimes for the ring, but it depends on who you're selling it to, right? So in our store, we don't typically resell jewelry in that way. So the setting itself, once it's been worn, for us, is that just becomes scrapped. So let's say 25 years down the road, somebody wants to trade in their ring to upgrade their center diamond. Mm. Uh, For us, the trade-in value is, that's a different story. Mm. So let's say somebody has a $2,000 center stone and they want to upgrade it for a bigger diamonds Mm -hmm. we'll give full value for what was paid for that center stone if it came from us Mm -hmm. Uh, so we'll give you full two thousand dollars trade in to trade it in towards a new diamond typically somebody is doubling up in price and realistically you wouldn't trade in a two thousand dollar diamond for a three thousand dollar diamond because you wouldn't see the size difference anyway you'd just be Mm -hmm. spending a thousand dollars for no good reason right so you are probably doubling up in in value exceptions to that can be if it's in the you know, if it's a $30,000 diamond, you're probably not spending – you could maybe, get, you know, get away right. with something that's not quite double. Um, but the ring itself, once that ring, that 25-year-old ring that's been worn for 25 mm-hmm. years, I can't just refinish that and put it in the case. There are scratches and dings in that yeah. ring that I can't possibly clean up and sell right. as a new piece of jewelry. So that really is just becomes worth whatever scrap value it, it, it has, okay. which could just be a few hundred dollars f- for a ring. But no – you are not buying a diamond to sell the diamond and make money down the road. It holds some value. It doesn't hold full value and you cannot expect it to appreciate with very rare exceptions. And those exceptions would be fancy colored diamonds, really very rare, you know, D internally flawless, four carat round diamonds or, or those sometimes can appreciate in value, but you're talking about things that you would expect to go to, uh, Christie's or Sotheby's and and, yeah. and could sell at auction.
0: Right. I think we've uh I think we've answered all of Google's questions. Yeah. You are you will now become the autofill suggestion. Uh do engagement rings, John Carter. Does Carter <laughs> cast? Do, does <laughs> does That's Carter? That's gonna cast. be the new thing. This is gonna be so big. Uh <laughs> ah, be right back with a closing word from Carter, something we call the final facet.
1: Jack Lewis jeweler's engagement rings start at just 4.99. Because size doesn't matter, love matters. Hello, everybody. Thanks for watching another episode of Carter Casts. Uh, We had some fun. Google Autofill is a great topic. You can learn a lot, obviously, from the internet. But my advice is always, especially in the world of jewelry, is to find a professional. Find somebody local. Find somebody that you trust, that you know will help you make a wise decision. You want somebody that gives you the pros and the cons. You want somebody that shows you, here's where you should spend money. Here's where you should save some money. Uh, seek that person out. That's always gonna be a better idea than just trusting the internet.
0: Thanks everybody. Hey, thanks for listening to us chat about engagement rings. If this episode generated any thoughts or questions, reach out. Search for Jack Lewis Jewelers on your favorite social media platform and message us there. On the next episode of the Carter Cast, we'll do another Google autofill episode, this time about diamonds. If you did a search for do diamonds, How would you finish that question? Carter tackles 10 of the hottest Google searches about diamonds next time. For John Carter, I'm Josh, and this is the CarterCast, a production of Joshua19 on behalf of Jack Lewis Jewelers in Bloomington, Illinois, and online at jacklewisjewelers.com.